In October of 1982, a medical drama premiered on NBC about the lives and work of the staff of St. Elgin's Hospital, an old and disrespected Boston teaching establishment. The series focused on an ensemble cast and overlapping serialized storylines, which became very popular and used widely in the next few decades. In May of 1988, the series finale premiered and ended its six-season, 137-episode run. What happened in those episodes? Let's take a guess. This week we're doing St. Elsewhere. This week we're going to tackle the 1980s. That's right, the decade that brought you Teen Wolf. Kristen. The Goonies. Kristen. And others. Not as popular as uh, some people at the table, I guess. (laughs) But... (laughs) What's the others? Oh, well, shall I go on? Oh, no. Let's go. All right. (laughs) The Garbage Pail Kids were great. Uh, So so Garbage Pail... Someone's talking about this week. Garbage Pail Kids have outlasted Cabbage Patch Kids. I I prefer... It's true. As a little girl, I prefer Garbage Pail... Over Cabbage Patch. Yeah. Do I have a Cabbage Patch? Yes, I well, do. Well, they have the cards. Go on, though. My bad. I don't want to interrupt. No, this. We're, <laughs> we're already on this, and I now I want to talk about eighties. <laughs> I want to talk about eighties dolls. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite garbage pail kid off the top of your head? Snotty Scotty. Um, wasn't there like a rapid, <laughs> rapid? This is an exercise. I don't. I don't. Have Doug a... Diaper. Go. Yeah. Storm and, is it Storm and Norman? Okay, I guess, but. <laughs> Booger Lugger. You just said, you, five seconds ago, you said you're the biggest Garbage Pail Kids fan I would, ever. Like, I would, like, <laughs> I was, before I had memories. Like, you don't understand. I was a very young kid when that came out. Yeah, I don't know if your parents like should have been given baby Kristen Garbage Pail Kid cards. They didn't. I stole them from my cousin. Oh! <laughs> One time I found $5 on the ground, me and my friend, and we were just immediately got his mom to take us to the whistle stop to, to buy get garbage 20 <laughs> packs of garbage <laughs> did you also get like, pop I, rocks while you were there that was a hot item at the nah, whistle all stop. my money was going to garbage pail kids for a while did you guys have a ben franklin over here no but i'll tell you about the whistle stop it was a place where you could rent a vcr and also buy candy i don't know what else they had yeah. there did they have penny candy it was just like rogue like sour patch kids and like swedish fish in a bin and like you would just like scoop out a bunch and put them in a cart. So t- totally not sanitary. And they would like be like two. Well, four. did they have wrappers on them? No. Can't Sour Patch Kids without wrappers on them were just. It was just loosey goosey. It was just like just they took a bag. Throw in a bin? And threw it in a bin. And you just like take them off and you threw them in a bag. You're making this up. I am not. That's insane. No, they, oh my God. They do have that at. Uh, there's like, just like. M&M's and Raisinets? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, go to... Oh and then they would put them on the countertop and, like, and they would like take their fingers on all of your candies and like count them Well, also, your candies on the countertop. Yeah, I don't know about the counting of the candy part, but that if you go to Chef Shop, Franklin. you know where Chef Shop is, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. If you go there, they have a candy section. There's just bins of candy where you can get a bag and you just fill yeah, your bag with that. There was no scoops bag. of candy. Just you just in basket. And then you I would don't. put them on the counter and they would count them yes, out one by one? So you could buy like a Sour Patch Kid for one cent. Interesting. And then, or I'd be like handfuls of all these penny candies. More bang for your buck. Okay. Let me ask you this. Ben did either of you own a Teddy Ruxpin? No, uh, but I wanted one. Alex did. 
Alex had Teddy Ruxpin. Seems like some. I think still like still like around. It. Yeah. Still, we had it for a while. What about a my buddy doll? Anybody in your family have a my buddy? No, I think I was too old for them. And we would not like, have had one because that was the. There was a, that was for boys. One. I don't think I had it. It's kid sister. Kid sister was the my buddy of. My mom was like, "You got sisters." So. Yeah, so they came out with my buddy to like be a doll for boys, and then they're like, "Hey, why don't we capitalize on this a second time and have my buddy's friend kid sister?" <laughs> and uh, I didn't have any of those. I wasn't a fucking nerd. I had a, <laughs> I had a Cabbage Patch doll like most kids. <laughs> Susan, his Wait, name. Boys had cabbage patch dolls. Not, not most of us, but I did, and his name was Andrew. Uh, <laughs> as soon as Nintendo came out, it was pretty much all toys were just over. Yeah, like yep. like the original Nintendo was such just like oh, this is we're not doing anything else but doing Nintendo now. Yeah, so that I, was the year that I found out that Santa Claus wasn't real. I just woke up. Oh yeah. I got a Nintendo. I'm like, thanks for the Nintendo, Dad. <laughs> I found out I was watching. I was like home for summer or whatever, and I was watching Geraldo Rivera, and I was like seven. And he was like, "How do you tell your kids Santa Claus isn't real?" And I was like, "Oh, shocker!" Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> so the Nintendo came out in 1983, but in 1982 something else came out—a little TV show about a hospital in Boston called Saint Elsewhere. Why was it called Saint Elsewhere? Well, because. If you're going to the hospital, you'd like to go anywhere else but there. I think that was the gist of it, right? Yeah. yeah Wasn't yeah, that yeah. kind of what the yeah, guy yeah. was saying? It was, that, it was supposed to be the bad hospital. Right, right. It was the hospital that you, like, you couldn't – if you couldn't afford to go to the good hospital, they sent you to St. Elsewhere. Yeah. It was actually called uh, St. Eligius. Yeah, which um, I did not know until uh, – Yeah. First of all, I got to say right off the bat, as soon as I started playing this, great, great theme song. Like, theme I love that great. theme song. <laughs> Yeah. ER definitely ripped off their song. I feel like a, a lot of people did. It so was... I, I've never watched a medical procedural because I guess Scrubs is more of a comedy. It's some of this stuff, but like I've never. Guess you never used to watch ER. No, I've never seen ER. Okay. I didn't watch it often, but I did watch a few episodes, and I do remember one time I was watching, and a guy got his arm chopped off by a helicopter. Hey. This was happened to be watching a random episode of ER. And that was the one I saw, and I was like, "This show looks." Did the guy awesome. just been like he saw the elevator like uh, propeller going around, being like, "I wonder how that feels." No, he was like, <laughs> they were bringing in a patient. He's one of the doctors. He was like, "Let's help him off with this helicopter." And then he like gets his arm over by the back propeller, you know, like, <laughs> and, and it just goes. Up. I can't just chops that. it right off, and he's like, "Whoa!" I can't believe that past inspection. <laughs> he must have saved the company fifteen cents to put the propeller there. I don't know. It didn't work out for him. Though. I think that guy actually ended up another person who lost a limb over capitalism. You love, you hate to see it. But here's the thing about that character on ER. Here's what I do know is because I, I don't know why I know this, but I know it. I didn't really watch ER, but that character ended up dying by being crushed by a helicopter. Oh, <laughs> that's right. I swear to God. Yeah. If one got his arm, the next time it happened, that just killed him. That character. That same character. George Clooney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like I want a, I want a helicopter centric character. I'm not doing the show. <laughs> like you're out of here, George. That's my Clooney impression. That's really good, <laughs> by the way. I thought you were doing the villain from the 1920s. I no, thought I thought no. George was here with us. <laughs> so 1982, October of 1982. The show's created oh, by also Cardinals won the World Series. Uh oh, celebrate yeah. good times. Come on, doing backflips. You were not even born yet, were you? I absolutely was. Barely. I was a baby, driving yeah. around in a car with my mom, 
The show was created by two guys, Joshua Brandon and John Falsey. Didn't really, not a, uh, not much to say Bruce about Paltrow? that. Bruce Paltrow? I thought yeah. Bruce Paltrow made the show. Yeah, Bruce Paltrow was the director. Oh, he was the okay, director. So he didn't create the show. Not a I got some Bruce, Bruce Paltrow uh, content. Like, okay, we can talk about him. But no, the uh, the created the creators of the show were these two guys. And the only thing they ever did really else aside from this was uh, Northern Exposure. Oh, which is another show that's on my radar for yeah, this yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I kind of always wanted to watch that show. I, yeah, I never saw it. Um, always seems kind of interesting and quirky to me. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was the, that's what's listed here anyway for on IMDb of the two creators of Joshua Brand, John Falsey. Um, no, but they did create this, and it was kind of started a, a bit of a phenomenon where they would have a lot of shows, eighties, nineties, and even today where it's set in an institution and they just have huge fucking casts. I mean, there were so many people on this show. This was like an amazing cast. Oh no, they were great. Most of them. Yeah. It was huge and amazing. And like a lot of people like still have careers to this day. Yeah. No, there were some very good actors. The the main stars in the very pilot episode. Well, the main guy in the pilot, David Morris, I didn't know his name until then, but he's been in a bunch he's, of He's shit. a very famous that guy. I was telling Chris yeah, this earlier. Yeah, very famous that guy. He's for sure like, yeah. You, as soon as you I, see I, him, you're like, oh, yeah. I was like, it's David Morris. And you're like, oh. I didn't want to look him up, but like. He's in a ton of stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's more than we could even talk about here yeah, that, yeah. that guy's been in. But I think what Chris is talking about is the very beginning, like when they do the credits, there's two guys who get introduced before anybody else. And it's like the, the, the head doctor, the older guy, the balding guy. Yeah. I'm just gonna call all doctor for the sake of it because I couldn't <laughs> keep track of their names. There's too many people. And then yeah, yeah, uh yeah. and then VD Doctor was oh, the second VD one. Doctor yeah. boy. <laughs> That's Those, exactly what I called him my notes. Yeah, VD doctor. I did too because I couldn't keep track <laughs> yeah, of their no, names. No, no, so I, I mean he was VD Doctor. Also, they mentioned him as having the clap and gonorrhea, which I think are all three the same thing. I don't know. I don't really know either. I thought the clap was chlamydia, and I was that was shot down to me a few months ago. Well, because Howie Mandel sees him and he starts clapping. She says, why are you clapping? He's like, he's got VD. And then later on, he tells someone he has gonorrhea. It's like, are these all three the same thing? Like, yeah. Is there three different terms for one Maybe. disease? So 20% of the content in the first episode is VD doctor telling nurses yes. that he slept with, excuse me, that you need to take these pills. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's helping them out. You know, being a good guy by, I mean, not a great guy. But don't get me wrong. Actually, he did get guy. them all VD. He's doing the least. <laughs> he did bring them the medicine. The the line for white men is so fucking low. We're like, thanks for having unprotected sex. Hey, all right. Knowingly giving these people VD. And like, I don't know that he pills. knowingly did. I'm going to say he yes. Might have. You guys are giving this guy way too much. Pain. I was giving him a bit of a pass. <laughs> but this guy's a fucking sleazeball. At the beginning, at the very beginning, the opening credits, they say starring uh, Old Doctor and VD Doctor. Really? Then, it's, then it says also starring in alphabetical order, and then it runs through the rest of the. Cast. I would never. I didn't Denzel even notice. I would never. Was the last. I mean, granted, he was like the least known. I guess. Well, it's alphabetical. It was. It literally was alphabetical. Right, but it, it was also. Well, we I mean, it was career too. Yeah, no, but um, after those two guys, everybody else was just listed. Yeah. There was no like hierarchy right. after those two. Yeah. So anyway, the, this show 
was not a big ratings draw. I was surprised to hear that. I thought because I've been hearing about like this ever, show. Just, uh, no, throughout the six-year run, it wow. never really cracked. I think the highest it ever reached um, was 47th on ratings, which is not good for the 80s. I mean, that's no, no, yeah. a lot sure of shows. I'm pretty sure this show. Right, but it was never yeah, ranked. It, too, like. it was never ranked higher than forty seventh in the yearly Nielsen ratings over the six seasons. Really? Wow! But it was very popular in the um, always sought after eighteen to forty nine demo, which okay. is really what people were after. And it also won and was nominated for a shitload of Emmys. Oh, okay. It's one of those shows. Yeah, Critical Darling. It was, uh, you know, the uh, community of its day. Yeah, <laughs> not two completely different shows. But it was also, uh, it was listed uh, on TV Guide, called it the 20th best movie or movie, the 20th best show of all time on the 50 greatest TV shows of all time article they did. Uh, granted, that article was made 20 years ago. So, oh, there's a, yeah, there's a lot. Of <laughs> I would think there's probably 50 yeah. better shows that have came out since this year. then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's, it's really, it's a very popular show and people, critic, critical darling, but not. A lot of people were watching it back then. Um, they were probably watching Dallas or Knott's Landing. I don't know. Not this, though. Anyway, on the beginning of the show, we get we meet David Morris's character. Uh, I don't remember his name. I do think his nickname was Boomer, they mentioned at one point. Yeah. I, you could give me a thousand guesses. I'm, I'm going to call him his name or his name. I'm going to call him. I, I don't know any person's name. I'll call him Angsty Doctor for our for our purposes. He was yeah. very full of angst and he was, he cared. He's he was passionate. so yes, yeah. passionate, sympathetic. He just he carried a lot, a lot of weight on the shoulders of this character. I just want to tell the 12 people listening to this. Doctors work hard. Yeah. Those first year residents. That's, that's literally what the whole first hour is about. Uh, this guy is giving people gonorrhea and another guy is like stressed out. I got a question. So this guy works like a 90 hour shift. Yeah. Like, um, that's bad. I would not. <laughs> I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would not want a doctor yeah. coming and giving me a diagnosis who hasn't slept yeah. for thirty six yeah, hours. Yeah. yeah, I'd be like, oh, you know what? Maybe yeah, somebody exactly. else. I can wait a day. It's fine. Yeah. Also, so he he has to work a long shift because someone he's apparently friends with just fucking bails. He's yeah. like, ah, David Morse has got my shit. Right. My also, yeah, that yeah. guy, that character, that's his only line in the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he sees yeah, him, yeah. he's like, hey, why? You said that uh, I'd cover for you. And he's like, yeah, sorry, my kid was sick. And he was like, oh, yeah, well, is he okay? He's like, yeah, he's going to be okay. And that was it. We never saw that guy again. I wonder if he's in the show anymore. He is. I, I oh, you at, went forward? No, I didn't watch, but okay. I did. I did, like, kind of look to see how many years he was on the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. And he was. He was, like, he wasn't, like, just a one-time thing. Yeah. He was definitely a, a character. Just He didn't, didn't have a lot going on in the very first yeah, yeah. episode, which was, by the way, guess what it was titled? Pilot. Correct. That's what I don't think we're ever going to come across one that's not. No, it's not. It's, oh, except will. for Friends. It's going to be that pilot episode. Well, that's a very strong conviction to make. So then he meets Ed Bagley Jr., uh, his doctor, who we'll just call Nerd Doctor. And, uh, oh, I got a question about Ed Bagley Jr. Sure. Is he young or old? Right now or back Whatever. then? Whatever. <laughs> I mean, has he aged? <laughs> He's like, I don't know. Like, he looks the same now. As he did and in he 1982. Did back then, but he didn't look old back then, and he doesn't look younger now. I don't. He's just like he's like an alien almost. I always feel like I get the sense that like whenever I watch these old shows, and I see like people like re- like if they reference their age, yeah, I'm like, oh my god, like they're so 
they look so much older than oh, I mean, we do. People me and Brandon's age when we were kids were just old as fuck. Right. They're like, these people are fucking dying. Like, can you, like, do you remember, like, yeah. your parents, like, I feel like my parents look younger now than they yeah. did when they were, like, yeah, my yeah. age. My mom looks, I mean, and my dad, too, yeah, they both look better than they did 20 years ago, probably. Yeah. yeah. People just don't take better care of themselves. Well, also... Ed Begley Jr. is a famous vegan. Well, well, not he's not a vegan. He's not some fake like Hollywood liberal no, bullshit. Like the guy legit. runs his house by like a puppy bike. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, like he's the real fucking deal. Yeah, like he he's like an actual. He's like, always super. and he's always he was always ahead of the game on that. Like he's yeah, yeah. Sustainable energy has been his thing for so a long time. He he, he he so he had a Twitter account a long time ago. He randomly followed me because I like commented on something about him. <laughs> And he followed me, and I was just like, uh, I've made some kind con- this is like in the early days of Twitter. I was like, oh man, anybody that follows me, like who I mean, most people on Twitter at that point didn't know who he wouldn't was. Know, yeah, I was they 10 wouldn't. years older than everybody else. And he was like, Oh, I don't deserve all this. Like he literally was having a conversation. Like, I mean, I like to think he's him at his computer being like, Oh, no, you don't you don't have don't just like diffuse all these compliments I'm giving him. <laughs> that's that's whole story. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely wasn't like somebody who just worked for him that was just uh saying things. I mean, it probably was, but like, why would Ed Bigley, like, it seems wasteful for a guy that like doesn't want to waste anything to hire someone right. to make Twitter. Oh, oh that's true. That's bike. very true. I think he drives a bike. Like, a as recumbent as bike from what I've seen yeah. in TV yeah, shows. Yeah. He, he drives a bike made of hemp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. hemp ropes. I know. Okay. Work. Sorry. You already knew that. My bad. <laughs> no, he's like Uber. I love him. His car's made of weed, man. Interesting guy, but I think the the age thing comes down to two things. Uh, one is probably a, he leads a very healthy lifestyle, and two, he's had the his hair has not changed no. in forty yeah. years. It's like it looks the exact same. Yeah. Ironically, a man most people know for his lack of hair, <laughs> right? In uh, Arrested Development now. Yeah, like, I, I feel like like people younger than us, like our sibling stuff, would not know who he was except for Arrested Development. Did you watch that show he was on? I forgot the name of. I can't think of it. Right now. I'm drawing a blank. It was. Uh, Dax Shepard and uh, Lake Bell went and bought a farm. They're like two new, new yeah, it was on for two oh, seasons. Oh, wasn't that show on Comedy Central? That, no, this uh, was on like NBC. CBS or what? It was NBC. Uh, it wasn't NBC. Hmm. It doesn't matter. But it was it was a show where Lake Bell and Dax Shepard. It just I think it just got canceled this past year because I watched I watched all of it. I can't remember the goddamn name of it. It doesn't matter. They bought a house. They King were New Yorkers. It's called King of Queens. I think it was called uh, Seinfeld actually. It's the Seinfeld Chronicles. <laughs> so, great one episode. That's a show that had a different name from the pilot, but it doesn't matter. The uh, that shows show you. anyway. Ed, shows you Ed Begley Jr. <laughs> Ed Begley Jr. was a character on that show, and he lived in their barn, and he was really funny on it too. He, he had a relationship with uh, Pam Greer. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, dude. she Two was favorites. the the sheriff. It was a great show. I loved that show. Pam Greer was wearing like cop outfits. Yeah, Ooh. and David Keckner was on there too. Oh! And uh, Lennon Parham was his wife. It was a great cast. Get the fuck it, Jesus Christ! Yeah, it was a really good cast. I'm so glad you got Bless rid of it. Mess. CBS. Bless this mess. That's, that's the name a reality of it. show. No, that's, that's the name of it. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Bless this wow. mess. It was a good show. I think it's over. Not positive. Check it out if you haven't seen it yet. I have a CBS app. So maybe. I'll oh yeah, you could... I've been watching a lot of the challenge. <laughs> anyway, Ed Begley Jr. and David Morris—they, they, you get the idea. They're very overworked doctors. And Ed Begley Jr. walks right in and sexually harasses someone. Yeah, right in. Yeah, let, let, let him know where he stands. <laughs> yeah, he uh, and he's he's 
going to meet his aunt or something. I didn't really understand what he was doing, but he was out of there and he's like, anything you want me to do out in the free world? And David Morris's angsty doctor is like, just tell my wife I'm still alive or something yeah. like that. <laughs> so, this guy's so dramatic. Yes. <laughs> I mean, he loves being a doctor, but he also hates Amazing. being insane elsewhere. <laughs> so David Morris is working hard. He sees they gets a code blue or something, whatever they call a dying person in the hallway. And he gives him a very COVID-19 friendly mouth to mouth where he lays a little like <laughs> sheet of fabric over the guy's yeah, mouth. I was, I was, I'm like, that I've never seen. That I have before. neither. I've never seen that either. Maybe it was like because of the AIDS maybe like think I that might have something AIDS to do with it. AIDS wasn't around in 82. AIDS was around. Uh, it was I mean, around. sure was around, but it wasn't known. <laughs> well, like they that. talk about it on the finale. Oh yeah, no, the that AIDS was, was, that was, that was, that was, was heavy in 1988. That was like yeah. a big thing. Yeah. That was like what's like when everybody. That was the peak AIDS. Yeah, Yeah. it was was peak AIDS. (laughs) Magic was about to get it. (laughs) Everything went downhill from there for AIDS. Because Magic was like, I'm going to punch you, AIDS. (laughs) Magic fucked up AIDS. Uh, AIDS, you're about to get fucking dunked on, bitch. (laughs) You ever seen a no-look pass AIDS? Here it comes. Well, it worked. Because uh, don't really hear much about it anymore. (laughs) I mean, you do, but not nearly as much. That's great. could have solved it a long time before that. Yeah, right? (laughs) Well, that leads to this guy dies, by the way. The mouth-to-mouth guy does not make it. You know, they don't really, it just kind of happens. It's like, hey, welcome to the hospital. This is the kind of things happen. Then you, you meet, uh, like, Howie Mandel. He's a dork, which is what Howie Mandel is. He's. I didn't, th- I didn't think of him as a dork, though. I thought more as. Uh, Do you think he was like a cool guy? I, I mean, in that I, I couldn't place, tell. Yeah. I mean, honestly. He wasn't like, as much as ladies' man as VD Doctor, though. No. What? Yeah. I mean, is is that guy attractive? No. I it means mean, he hung like a fucking I horse. Know. This is what I, mean, I, mean, I don't know. Like, he ran I his honestly, way through that hospital. Yeah, yeah. I honestly do not know. I feel like those two characters were on two different like age fields, even though they were probably like not even eight years apart. Like they just the beauty doctor looks older than I yeah, yeah. But like also at the same time, I don't really know what was cool back then. Well, he was de- he was definitely older because he was not part of the the rounds that like all the first year yeah, residents yeah, have to do. Yeah. So all those guys were all the new doctors. Oh, can we talk about rounds for a second? Let's please do. Oh, uh, they're bitching at David Morse for being late to rounds. Sorry, I was saving the fucking life. Yeah, right. Can you chill the <laughs> fuck yeah. out? Can't I'll make it. Fucking like, bullshit. Hey, Jesus goddamn. Yeah, I'm, I'm on my ninth. I'm on my ninetieth hour. You fucking asshole. Also, all you had to do was like say something about one case. He did that, and then he left yeah. again. Like it wasn't. He kind of killed it. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that big of a deal for him to show up late. So I don't know why they're so mad at him, but everybody. I feel like this is a staple of a uh, of uh, hospital uh, shows. Like you better be around. Is it that big of a fucking deal? Hey, head of medicine, chill the fuck out. I'm saving a fucking life. Sorry I was five seconds late to round. But, but, they're, but they're just all chasing this, like, doctor. Which they do that in Scrubs. They're chasing this doctor. Like, I have this. Blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's, that's a real thing. I don't know. So when you're I, doing rounds, you got ten doctors around you. Are people just dying? And well, the, one I, guy's I, like, I need to go save Johnson. They're like, fuck that. You need to tell me what this what other patient yeah. had. So I don't, I've, never, I've never really watched Scrubs. A horrible show I've heard. Really bad is what I've been told. Like a real piece of shit show. Oh, anyway, I taps too. By the way, I don't know why. I you're saying so. You guys are saying that on other medical shows they do like they do the Rounds. where they walk around where one guy walks around and everybody yeah, kind of like, follows yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. What's yeah. the point? Like, where is he going? I don't fucking know. I'm not. Where I are they walking? I think it's just a way of learning. 
like they're all in residency. So like, no, I get that, but why can't they just do it in like a room? Great question. Like why do they just walk it? They're just aimlessly following this kind of. I, I think they want. They, they don't want seem to somewhere. have a destination. Exactly. Well, they're going from room to room. Like, no. But he didn't go in any room. No. It's not in this one anymore. That's how Scrubs was, too. They would just like walk around the hospital while they They were just in the no, hall. I remember Scrubs going to people's beds. That would make sense. Around like, beds that makes stuff. sense to me. Like, they would. Like, I, I have, So I took that thing as they were going. We weren't watching them in rooms, but they were going yeah. in the room. That's what I took it as. Yeah. Probably. Because I saw Scrubs. When they, what was Scrubs it? would have. Because there's a thing I thought about with Scrubs. They got 10 doctors around, like, one person. Like, let this motherfucker sleep, man. What are you just talking about? Is, Esophagus, so or yeah, all, it's like a learning, yeah. But, like, can we get the patient a break? <laughs> like, does he really want 10 like new doctors around him while he's like in this? I've actually been in a situation, not in the hospital, but like I was getting uh, an ultrasound done, and they're like, uh, they guys are like, do you mind if we bring some students in here? And I'm like, okay, yeah. and there was 12 students in my yeah. little room. Yeah, well, I bet that too. Up. Like, just for a checkup, they'll bring like a new person in. Oh, I've got a great story about that. I really probably shouldn't tell it. <laughs> I will. And if I feel like I'll cut it out later. So, I had a, uh, a hemorrhoid that ruptured and wouldn't like heal back up. So, it was just a blood. That was my. My, my anus was For weird. our new listeners, Brandon, known for his hemorrhoids. Got a lot of hemorrhoids. It's been a long, it's been a long standing battle. It has. <laughs> it's been a couple years since I've had any issues, but <laughs> the last I, time. I feel like we should celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you having and hemorrhoids. I remember you having hemorrhoids when you were birthday. like younger yeah. being like, do people get that shit? Oh yeah. <laughs> I've had them since I was like a kid. <laughs> so weird. I also have the gout, so if you're wondering if I've got oh, all the old man uh, like, like diseases covered, I do. But anyway, <laughs> the uh, hemorrhoid thing, I had to go like get this. It was uh, basically it was a blood clot that had to be pulled out of my butthole. Yeah. <laughs> so what the blood clot? So this doctor's like, it's not gonna be a big deal. Just bend over, I'm gonna get some tweezers. We're gonna pull that shit out. I was like, I know, been there, done that, doc. This ain't my first rodeo. Let's do In it. In fact, give me the tweezers. So. Yeah. <laughs> I bend over, I'm ready, and he comes in, and he's like, do you mind if I bring in this person? <laughs> That's what I'm like, yeah. That's literally exactly what my point is. He was like, she's like, never, like, seen this, and she, and I was like, fucking more than Mary, right? I don't <laughs> so, yeah, we get in the room, and they, the two of them, he pulls it out, she's watching, and, like, I'm just leaning over, like, I don't even know what's going on. I'm like, just let me know when it's done. And then I, I, I could tell that they were kind of whispering, and it's like, it's fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> And then she just left. There's like, thank you for letting me watch. I was like, hey, no problem. We'll see you later. <laughs> but that's my story about like doctor, student doctors coming into rooms. Um, yeah, I'll just have to take your word for it. I don't see her on the IMDb. I could. I have a good clear. Either way, uh, I did not know Ray Don Chong was on this show at some point. Big fan of hers. Oh boy. Anyway, speaking of racism, we got some Asian racism in the finale. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it's just like it is done so casually too. I'm sorry, I didn't even run it. That's a very casual thing that happens. So yeah, we get the, obviously who's supposed to be the antagonist of this cast. I'm assuming he has some redeeming qualities. We don't see him. Morse? Yeah, Morse no, no, no. Yeah. I'm saying no. The antagonist would oh, be uh, the the Feeny, the racist mustache guy. Yeah, it's racist mustache doctor. We'll Did he only have the one scene? 
Oh, oh no, no, he, he had, had, had a scene later. Too, right? Yeah, he had he had like three. He was in three scenes, I think. He, they showed him there, and then in the they briefly. Tried to talk him into the, yeah, and right before that, briefly in the cafeteria, he walks by the Indian anesthesiologist oh, and is like, right. "Do you know like what a heart blah 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 yeah. does?" Or whatever. And he's like, "Excuse me." It's like that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, guy, like we get it. Do you think he just took the Mister Feeny role? Be like, I got to do the opposite. Like, he did that <laughs> character for six years. Yeah, yeah. And I think not... I was like way more racist than like Archie Bunker. Like. It was pretty bad. I mean, oh I don't know. God, I would think maybe somewhere in there he did some kind of redeeming stuff. I, I doubt it, man. I mean, not to. It didn't seem like it. People like in 2020. Like, yeah. I, I, like, we'll get into the finale. Yeah, so Howie Mandel shows up again wearing a pretty fucking dope looking Red Sox cap. It's like this old school oh, 80s like, Red Sox hat. It it's orange. I'm like, that's the colors. It like uh, it was orange. red, white, and blue. He's got one of them old school Celtics. Yeah, it was, yeah, he did wear the Celtics yeah. jacket, but uh, it was like that Red Sox hat. Yeah. So um, the the female doctor who also was a she's like the da- the female David Morris, and I'm gonna guess those two ended up fucking at some point, right? Right. They That's what enough. I was gonna guess. I think they, they were like holding hands. He like yeah. was very impassioned. It looked yeah. like at that at that one point wherever he had his very, breakdown that they were like yeah. close to to making out. But anyway. She loses a patient. He's a, a large drug addict, and everybody's kind of freaking out about it. Crazy man on the loose. So we say lose a patient. A patient escaped. Um, the nurse in charge of the station at the time couldn't give a shit. Nope. She is tenured. Like, she yeah. does not care about losing like, so a, a patient from the psych ward. Like, that is the time in the psych ward. No judgment. These things happen. Um, just go I in. I was like 10 psych wards, like all of them. Yeah, he, he has a history. So, yeah, she says, well, I'll just call him. Where does he live? First of all, why do you need to know where someone lives to call them? That's not – has nothing to do – no relevance yeah, to the yeah, phone yeah, number. Real well. <laughs> also, it's like Boston. Like, I mean, it's not like they live in Glen Carver. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, it lives by the bridge. <laughs> so she picks up the phone, and the female doctor's like, he's a, he lives at so-and-so estates. And she's like, oh, the mental hospital? She's like, yeah, that one. <laughs> so they're really trying to find this guy. Um. Kind of a really an ongoing thing throughout a lot of the pilot episode. Okay, so hemorrhoid stories aside, um, <laughs> we got a dead guy in the hallway. That leads us to um, we got Harry Mandel, we got Denzel looking cool, saying medical stuff. Does, does this guy ever not look cool? No, like also, like like I mean, we're obviously biased, but it's like clearly a star. Oh yeah, like you know what I mean? Like they said, gave him like the least to do. Well, aside from the one doctor who had one line, but it yeah. seems like he had the least to do of all the. But people were following him around, and he was like talking. Well, he like, was he was talking him. during the rounds. Yeah. Yeah, but he was. I felt like he was in the middle, and then all of a sudden, it just was his turn. I think. Also, did you catch one of the? His last name was Shuttlesworth. <laughs> no, I did, did not see. That? I did not see Shuttlesworth. <laughs> Great name. Well, no, it's a uh, Denzel reference from He Got Game. It, oh, when did that come out? He Got Game last <laughs> 1975. Like <laughs> you, ever, you ever heard of the movie King? He Got Game? Well, I did, but I thought it was like well after that show. Yeah, it yeah, was, well. but I'm just saying, like, oh, um, so that Denzel's game. a star. Then I get it. Hard to throw everybody off. Reference noted. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Denzel's looking cool, saying medical stuff. Howie Mandel, I don't know. I think he's a dork. You guys don't. Whatever. Police songs playing. That's a real cool oh, thing re- happening. Though, so the music, the Who song and the Police song, and a Bruce These, Springsteen they, song. Oh, oh, it was no. I, was, I said the, it was a Bruce Springsteen song. I always get this. 
So those aren't Bruce Springsteen and Police Officer. Those are like ripoffs. Oh, were they? They were not real. No, like that was not the police. I didn't. Like, I didn't really notice it. I felt like it was like a cheap. It was, it was a, a cheap it, knockoff. Like it, it was very close. Like, the, like the, it was. Ex- it was exactly the same. It was the do 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 right. Yeah. The yeah. police song. Yeah. And uh, and but it wasn't. The, it wasn't born the to run. Yeah, it was the Bruce Springsteen so song. I, it, wasn't, it wasn't the police though. I'm, really? I'm gonna bring that I didn't back even up. notice. I want to bring that back up around the pilot episode or the finale episode because I noticed right. something. Well, that's good that you okay. notice things. But there's a busy hospital. VD Doc's there. Racist VD mustache Doc. guy shows up. Oh, yeah. Obvious you, you antagonist. You didn't give us enough. You Mr. Didn't Feeny? Give... I'm yes, sorry. Mr. Feeny. I know, <laughs> I know it was Mr. Feeny. I was just going off notes. He is. A, he is I refer to him as racist mustache. The yes. worst. Oh. Very racist. <laughs> yeah. Not only that, real shit to his uh, old lady later on. Yeah, it's he's racist, and I was very surprised he's also sexist. Yeah, how crazy! (laughs) I thought he hated Indian people but treated women with respect. Turns out he doesn't appreciate either one of them. And kind of full of himself and wants to be the face of the hospital. And uh, very proud of the fact that he got clocks put in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway. He's there, oh, yeah. He comes in. He's, and he's a real piece of shit. Yeah, like, man. I was taking like I don't want this show to be about like, oh, look how racist and sexist this stuff is. But it's hard sometimes at this point. I mean, he I comes in. He's just talking shit about the way Indian people smell. Like, yeah, and that's and the first second diatribe. I mean, like, yeah. yeah his uh, his fine. breath, brutal. You ever tried to eat with him? Yeah, <laughs> like, in the eighties, in response to like attacking like the like the people that were like quote unquote allies. Or just to walk out of the room while he's sitting yeah, there yeah, doing his yeah. racist. No, no one, no one says anything. Yeah, but but just so <laughs> everyone <laughs> listening knows, when we say Mr. Feeney, it's a reference to the Boy Meets World character of Mr. Feeney. That's who plays our, his character. Our siblings know about Boy Meets World. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about the head nurse. No, we have not talked about okay. any nurses. Little, little note on head nurse. That's Black Danner, Gwen Paltrow's mother. Oh, really? And the husband, whoa, or the whoa, wife, whoa, whoa, whoa. the wife of Bruce Paltrow, who directed this, and I thought he had made it. He made one of my favorite shows ever, uh, White Shadow. Oh, I love White so, Shadow. How did I miss White in there? I'm almost positive that's her. He, she's also Rachel Green's mother and friends. Yeah. Oh, we all know who Blythe is. Do we? I, don't, I wouldn't. I, don't think <laughs> I wouldn't like, be so sure about <laughs> apparently that. Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, David Morse's patient, angsty doctor. He goes in, and it's this little girl, and she's got uh, a parasite, apparently. It's eating away at her. He thought maybe it was going to be dysentery. It wasn't. Has a big doctor fight with another surgeon who wants to cut her open and just Ooh, get that abscess typical, out. Typical surgeon, am I right? Damn surgeon's trying to cut Always wanting to cut. <laughs> Always wanting to cut. So the the my favorite cap, part... Cap, Bert, uh, uh, surgeons have capitalism brain. I got to be cutting some money all the time. <laughs> yeah. Got to earn this money. Pretty standard procedure yeah, to yeah, cut yeah, an abscess yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. But he tells when the argument happens, David Morris runs up to him and he's like, "Hey, I can't believe you did that." And he says, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> and then he's like, "It's standard procedure to cut him." And David Morris starts starting goes, "Wait a minute!" A second time, like you already told him once. I don't think you need to give him two minutes for this. Your explanation <laughs> that you just gave him. But uh, yeah, that's that, all improv. Yeah, <laughs> like, we can't leave this on the cutting room floor. <laughs> with this little girl, like she's got a real bond with her doctor. Um, like the bus balls. Yeah, the, like the yeah. She's like the a. Ball. They're looking for this guy, the the large lunatic. They go into, I guess this is the psych ward. They go into it, okay. and 
One of my favorite uh, characters from one of my favorite movie Great franchises Great. Oh. of all time. This is who I'm talking about. Uh, I don't know if you're you talking know. about the Mental Ward. Yeah, the Mental Ward. The Captain Harris from Police Academy. GW. Oh, not, oh man, we have dueling great cameos. Oh, who else did you see? It, you didn't see it. Which one? I, I mean, I noticed some people that I, I recognized in Le- the psych ward. Leon Carosi. No. Oh yeah. <laughs> I remember now. I, well, good on you. I was trying to figure out who that guy is. Uh, you are known for two things: hemorrhoids and Police, police Academy, Academy knowledge. <laughs> Such a stamp. Can you guys academy. please put that on my tombstone? Just make sure that's I on there. But uh, Leon Carosi uh, from the summer season of Saved by the Bell. That's uh, right, Mr. Carosi. Did not age well, not from the watch. I watched a few years ago. Um, but yeah, that's what I thought. So they're still trying to find it. G.W. Bailey. Yeah, he's the. Uh, he, I don't know. Was he a doctor? Was he a patient? Yeah, that, that I couldn't quite clear. get yeah. that. So he guess he was a patient, but is he? So he, they said his name on the credits, right? Yeah. So that implies that he was on the show. He was lot. wearing a badge, yeah. like a like a personnel badge. That's why I was but like, he he's got to be a doctor. But he was answering questions as a patient. Right, like the other guy. But I think maybe the other guy. Maybe he was a doctor that had gone. No, I think my theory is that he was a doctor on the psych ward, and the other guy was a patient. And he was just like humoring him. Like he was letting him show him the I mean, the Rorschach. Is, I think you're giving the writers way too much credit. Well, <laughs> he was he was definitely working the hospital because he had the, a badge, and she said she went to him to talk. Yeah. Like she didn't go to talk to anybody that's else. So, so they're he, looking. Yeah, that's true. They're looking at the Rorschach test. Yeah, and he's talking and about someone's. Shrimp. So the what's his name? His name was was Captain Harris. We'll just call him Captain. Harris. Okay, Captain <laughs> Harris from Police Academy. He's someone's let, making him look at the ink pictures and yeah. he's just like uh he's like they look like shrimp and the guy's like why do they look like shrimp it goes because my dad was a shrimper like yeah this doesn't make any sense at all. right it, but, it was uh, very weird a very weird so story. but i i'm glad i didn't write that down but i thought like who is the doctor and who's like the crazy person i didn't know either but not crazy who has mental issues yeah who's the patient who's the doctor yeah, yeah. but she did come to him and was like have you seen henry smith and he's like no and she's like yeah never we need a big brother type 24 hour camera on the mental ward. So we get like, it looked <laughs> yeah. pretty fun. We got Leon Crosey hanging out. We got carrying around dudes. a bag of bread. I mean, couldn't all the dudes from police Academy just be in the, uh, <laughs> get David Spade in there, get a Gutenberg. Like, uh, we did have, uh, we did have Mark Harmon show up on this show later, which is another great movie. I mentioned a few times. Yes. Yeah, so summer, really <laughs> summer school. No, man. We... <laughs> Hemorrhoids and police Academy are getting jealous of summer school. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, we somehow we missed the Mark Harmon years. He was on from, on this show. Yeah, he was on the second oh. season through the fifth season. We missed him oh, wow. on the what first bitch. and last. Mark Harmon, you're a bitch. Yeah, couldn't be there for the f- premiere or the finale. Too busy filming summer school for four <laughs> years. <laughs> anyway, too busy hanging out with Kirstie Alley and Parker Lewis. Can't lose, guys. <laughs> Parker Lewis, can't lose. Fantastic show. <laughs> Uh, one that not many people oh, that's would your know. Opinion. <laughs> I, don't know. I remember that. I don't think anybody show. would. Know it was that. like another thing that people like slightly younger than us won't understand is no. that you had like you didn't get Fox all the time. Like Fox was like a thing you had to put a certain antenna on your thing and like it was hard it, to get getting like, it to work during Married with Children. Married like with the Children and The Simpsons were something that everybody wanted to watch, yeah. and it was. That's a, did you guys not have cable? Not it wasn't all the like, time. No, I mean, plenty of people didn't have cable back then. Yeah. Like, it's just hard to get Fox. It was UHF. So back to the show that we're discussing. <laughs> um, 
Back to hemorrhoid talk. <laughs> you guys want to hear another hemorrhoid story? <laughs> you should be like, you should just get it, learn how to play an acoustic guitar. Just fucking do hemorrhoids. <laughs> All right, I got another one. I've listened to dumber music. Like, <laughs> or here, here you go. Hemorrhoids acting up again. So, uh, this Harry Smith, he's a big deal. People, everybody's freaking out about him. That's the, uh, the patient that's on the loose. Uh, but uh, not as big as the domestic terrorist bombing that happens. So that happens. Uh, I will tell you this. I do know something about this domestic terrorist bomber on the show. They don't mention it. Well, they mention it in the pilot, but they don't say who it is. But he's not, this is not a one-time thing. This yeah. guy is like a, he's a character on the show yeah. uh, throughout like the first season. Bomber? I saw the first, like, 30 seconds of the preview for the next episode. There's like at a press conference. Yeah. Talking about guess who it is. The character or the actor who plays the domestic terrorist. It was his first role ever. Tall guy was married to a very super liberal woman who owns. Oh, Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. (laughs) Yeah. Tim Robbins. First role was as the domestic terrorist on St. Elsewhere where he bombs people. And I don't know why I want to know why. Like what was his yeah, I don't know what his uh, motivation was, but they just said it was a terrorist bombing in that pilot episode. So that's all we knew from that. Oh, white terrorists. How very uh, yeah, aggressive so about elsewhere. <laughs> don't ever see that anymore. <laughs> Howie Mandel. He's really hot for this uh, pathologist, which I'm not going to lie to you guys. I don't know what a pathologist was. Uh, I had to look it up. Uh, okay, so here's the, the definition is a physician who studies body fluids and tissues. Okay. Helps your primary care doctor make a diagnosis about your health or any medical problems you have and uses laboratory tests to monitor your health. All right, whatever. I still don't okay, I still right. don't know what that is though. Like what is why is she why why is this woman in the morgue? Also, my next question. The most important and I get it, because it's saying elsewhere, why are the bodies covered with newspapers? Yeah, that was very disturbing, actually. That, yeah, yeah. That, that was a method they used. Um, you know, times are tough at St. Elgis. Times are tough. They why are why are bodies just laying out too? Do we can we get another fridge? They didn't have enough space. They weren't that orderly either. It's like yeah, yeah. You ever like go like you ever go into a room at work? There's just a bunch of old computers in there. It's like that, but, but dead, dead, dead bodies. bodies. Yeah. So. <laughs> Harry Mandel and this girl, they go to the morgue. And, and okay, he's, wait, wait. We have to talk about something before. There was a scene with them before this. Yeah, in the stairwell. Where she's reading in the dark. Yeah. Go on. That's it. But that's it, what I'm saying. Also, that stairwell. On the stairwell in the dark. That stairwell yeah. scene was really weird because he sits down next to her. And the whole time they're sitting there having this conversation where he essentially asks her out. There's just people walking by casually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're not making eye contact with these yeah. people. The people aren't looking at them. And he's like, hey, you want to go to dinner sometime? And, like. If I were walking by somebody and they say that, I'd be like, "Whoa, hey!" I would like it would be hard for me to ignore, you know. Or if if I saw if I was the guy getting ready to ask a girl out, and I see somebody walking up the stairs, I'd stop and be like, "Hey, how you doing?" Or something, and wait till they walk by. In fairness to those people, this hospital is so fucking horny. It's unless there's a fucking orgy going on in that stairwell, they're just not going to. I was going to talk to you about this horny factor. Like, this is a horny show. Second horny show we've had. Weirdest way. It was pretty horny. I mean, I'm not going to lie. There was, was, let's, yeah. But, so, okay, I got a question. It's, no, it's very horny. That's yeah. like the, I got a question. Second horny show. We'll rank the horniness at the end. Oh, that's the thing yeah. about it. Interesting. <laughs> horniness rankings. Or, horniness power rankings. <laughs> Fireworks. <laughs> we got to get some sound effects for that one. Don't worry. We're working on that. 
We'll call Steven Production. He'll get it all worked out. He's he's not good. Steve, <laughs> he's working on it. So um, my question for you guys is: Do you think you could have sex in a room full of dead bodies, which Harry Mandel does with this woman? I mean, honestly, it might depend on how hot he was, but no. So really, the no. the horniness level I'm gonna put at like you, your horniness level would be like at a seven and a half. But you're surrounded by dead bodies. And this is a short thing. Like, that person's laying on a slab next to you. I like, come and get it. I factor of, like, a 20 out of 10. Pete, what's your thoughts? Uh, I mean, probably not. Like, I mean, I, it's... That's a 100% no for me. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, you're going to have a hard time getting me in a room with a bunch of dead yeah, bodies. Right? Yeah, yeah. Let alone fuck it in that room. Well, okay, so what, I, I what, was trying so, to put myself in, like, his mind. So, like, he... He works, they both work at, obviously, the hospital, they're around death, so it's kind of, like, normal for them to describe, like, to detach themselves from that, I guess, maybe, but, yeah, for me, that would be uh, a nope. No. So, if he lost his boner in the middle, would she be pissed, you think? Or to be like, ah, that yeah, makes I sense. Like There's, like, 12 she... dead bodies around. Yeah, uh, it does kind of <laughs> smell like death. <laughs> I, I like was... I was having sex outside with someone one time on her front porch and someone in the house next to her walked out. So it's like two in the morning. I'm like kind of freaked out. I lost my boner and this became a big deal where someone she was mad at me for losing my boner. And I'm like, listen, asshole. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Things happen. And we had sex for like five minutes. Like, just chill out. Like, <laughs> it's a long time. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not bragging about the five minutes. I'm like, it's not like we just started, but like, Fucking give me a break, lady. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I gotta say, for me, morgue sex, that's out. Yeah, like, you know, I'm pretty open minded. That's uh nope, not uh, a situation I'd ever yeah. find myself in. I mean, does it smell bad? I don't know. I have a million questions. <laughs> David Morse's character, super overworked. We find out, well, she finally the girl doctor, the female version of David Morse's character, angsty female doctor, finds out that angsty doctor had uh, made had found her patient she's been looking for because he was the guy who died at the very beginning of the episode in the wheelchair when David Morse gave him the COVID-19 mouth-to-mouth. He's like, yeah, yeah, I know that guy. He died. She's like, who wrote the death certificate? He's like, I did. She's like, well, where'd you file it at? And he's like, oh, man. It's been in my pocket the whole time. And she flips the fuck out, like tries to physically assault him. I don't know who cares more about their patients. Is it him or is it her? I don't know who ranks one and two there. Maybe it's one and one A. You talked about those two eventually hooking up. I think they did. I wrote down yeah. here, they're going to fuck. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, didn't remember, I didn't remember it. So this is like the end of the show. Yeah, um, we're getting towards the very end. So I was just like, the two main characters were fine, but they were like the two like least interesting. We didn't even talk about Luther, who fucking rules. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah he's, a, he's a janitor. The, I think he's not a janitor. He's an orderly. Because okay. he was helping people in physical therapy. That's like what orderly Okay, do. okay, okay. He's an orderly who does glow up over the we'll, six we'll, years. Get Luther, well, Luther survives. We'll get into it. Luther. Yeah. Luther's not a great actor, though. No. Ah, it's fun, though. Uh, I disagree. There's most one scene, most of the time but it's in the next thing. Well, I mean, let's we'll talk about the finale. We'll get to the finale. <laughs> There's one scene in the finale where like, he just he had me laughing out loud. I was like, is this it? 
So we'll, we'll just wrap this up real quick. Um, St. Elsewhere, the uh, racist mustache doctor. First, he talks about how like he's going to save the hospital. He's the savior. Let me go out and talk to the people. I can make this better. Everyone calls this place St. Elsewhere because it's a dumping ground. And uh, then they have a little tie talk. They talk about ties, which I don't know why like that happened had to happen. Like on his way out, he's like, oh, what kind of, what are you going to wear? It's White like, guys. going to wear a blue tie? I'll wear a red tie. It's like, that's 30 seconds I can have back. <laughs> St. Elsewhere. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, the pathologist was a very creepy character. I don't know if she ever shows up again, but I hope not. I'm sure she did. I'm sure she was around for a while. Um, David Morris, the very end, he has this big losing it scene where he is just screaming about being how tired of it he is. He's just so tired of it. Privacy. And it's like, dude, you signed up for this, bro. Like you sign up for this. Either say fuck capitalism or don't say shit. Like that's what guys you out here working ninety hour fucking shifts. Like, yeah, bud. Bro, you you uh, agreed to do this. It's not like they didn't tell you what you're getting into. You know, throughout medical school, yeah. and then you get to residency, and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. So uh, I'm not surprised that things didn't work out. That's right. Spoiler alert between you and the missus. <laughs> And that's the end of the pilot. Uh, uh, a couple, couple things. Yes. Um, so there's a surgery scene we didn't talk about. I don't remember it that well, but Ed Begley Jr. is they're sexualizing a passed out patient. They're like literally talking about whether they would like. It was the, they're performing surgery. It was the domestic violence or the domestic bomber okay, okay, victim. Yeah. yeah. Just a wildly horny show. Yeah. Uh, that was. She's pretty cute. It was like, <laughs> like uh, one one of the nurses like she's married. Also, all, let's just not have this conversation while you're trying to save someone's life. Yeah. Also, before computers, how many times did that happen? Where I mean, what if he lost the death certificate? Would we just not know who this person is? Probably not. Is they that, just have another dead it's body. It's like the there. unknown soldier, just like it's fucking uh, like it's you know what I mean? like like this man. Like if he would have lost that paper, which is in his his uh, breast pocket, like I mean, he easily could nothing. Yeah. You lose everything you put in there, by the way. It's yeah. a terrible place. For it's a pocket. horrible pocket. <laughs> yeah, like, one of the least used rank, pockets. Rank all pockets. Oh. Front, front pocket, easy number one. Can Everything I just say what's last? last? <laughs> I'll tell you what last is. It's that little side pocket in your jeans that's like wow, an extra I, pocket. I don't even know it's that's a pocket. Never even use it. <laughs> Can I tell you guys? Typically, I don't put anything in my pockets because yeah, it's like you can't put things in my pocket. You yeah. close it too tight, women. Yeah. Exactly. Women, you close it yeah, too tight. Well, you have a purse. Well, that's it for the pilot, unless you guys got anything else. No, that's uh, we can jump into the finale. Finale is called let's The Last One. Let's kill this hemorrhoid. Yeah. <laughs> let's pull that blood clot <laughs> out of that hemorrhoid. Let's bring in a bunch of young people to watch the hemorrhoid get murdered. <laughs> hey, Susan, you ever seen a blood clot get pulled out of somebody's I mean, can they butt? offer you like 10 bucks for that or something at least? I, pay, I paid them they for it. parking at least? Like, yeah, they could have <laughs> gave it to me for free, a free blood clot. I said Valde parking is living a big Yeah, city, right. Like. I was at Anderson Hospital. Like, <laughs> I could have walked there. But anyway, this one's called uh, The Last One. Very clever name for a finale. It airs on May 25th, 1988. So if you're going to watch the show, I would watch the finale before uh, listening to this part. The finale show. Yeah, there's there's a very there's big... wild stuff that happens yeah, at the end. Very big. Also an age thing where like people like me and you knew this, and I don't think people... And that's kind of, that was a, and I didn't talk to you guys about this beforehand, but I probably should have. But the question for me was, should we act as if we're surprised by this or should I go with the, well, you, okay, not you. 
Not you, me and Pete, because we knew. Yeah. Some people, on the other hand, not only didn't know, didn't figure it out. <laughs> but what did you say there? But yes, I'm just letting you know right now. If you haven't seen the finale or know what happens in the finale, definitely watch it. If you have time, uh, both episodes. It was really good. Yeah, that yeah, was great. Yeah, I mean, I would probably let's let's get this out. If I weren't too busy watching Desperate House Bro- Housewives, <laughs> I might be watching Saint Elsewhere. Did you almost call it Desperate uh, House Bros? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Brandon, you're canceled. Canceled. <laughs> well, sorry, you're, guys. You're like I, a blood clot in your asshole. Sounds like <laughs> I just got. Anyway, let's uh, talk about the show. Howie Mandel has got a beard now, and he's not the only one, guys. Apparently, 1988 was a year for beards. And mullets. Like half mullet, like duck bills. Yeah, I don't know what you would call that hairstyle, but it was definitely a very fashionable. It almost was like they had. People used to get permed. Yeah, perm. Yeah, like a perm. Like perm. He did, yeah, he used yeah, to have the did. back of his head um, permed. First, so Denzel is in the credits. But yeah. He's not in the show. I though. mentioned that to Kristen. Yeah. Because I was like, this guy, I couldn't believe he's on the show that I long. know. He was in the credits. Apparently, he was on the, the show through the last season, just. Was not on the finale. He was like, "Fuck this shit." Yeah, he's like, "Guys, I'm." <laughs> no. He's like, "I'm a hundred times more talented than anyone out here, and I'm the only well, person not getting laid or not doing shit." Like, he, I he get like two good lines. Well, Glory did come out a year after this, and uh, you know he won. A, he won an Oscar for that. Yeah. Um, was that his first like big thing? Glory? That's where it was his breakout for sure. Or as I like to call it, Ferris Bueller too. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen Glory. That's. So yeah, Harry Mandeli's dressed. He's dressed like a totally cool '88. See, this is what I thought like in '82. Maybe I, maybe this is my just bad perception of fashion. I thought in '82 in the in the pilot he was a dorky guy, like by the way he dressed and the way he acted. But in '88, he is like super stylish. Maybe that's just was a style in '82. Like that was kind of like a almost like a, a Beastie Boys license to ill look he had with the hat and the. Celtics jacket, but in '88 he's got acid wash jeans. He's got the shirt buttoned down two or three buttons, gold chain, the hair, the beard. I mean, he looks like a chest hair. He looks like he was doing a bunch of coke and selling like uh, stocks on Wall Street. That's what he looked like to me. <laughs> so how I'm known in real life is just mainlining coke at this point, most likely. Yeah. Yes, 1988. I mean, he is flushing this shit. Also, That's my a major germaphobe. Like they never. I, yeah. I was always wondering, like from the beginning of the show, because I knew. He's like petrified of like. I feel like that's something that develops later in his life. I think he's. I've heard him discuss that before. Is like, it later? Yeah, it wasn't like. Was it like, wasn't well, always. Like, how do they like film this show? Like him being all. Like, well, I don't know if you've ever seen a stand-up act, but like a big part yeah. of it is putting a rubber glove halfway over his head and inflating it with his nose. So they did that on the show. I'm pretty sure. Did they? Sure, did on saying elsewhere. That makes sense because you're a doctor. Rubber gloves. Yeah, yeah. I almost think that's where it came from. So uh, these, a Viking woman gets brought in to the, the surgery room or whatever it is. Not surgery room, just the hospital. I guess it was the ER. She gets brought in, and uh, she was an opera singer who lost her voice. As soon as I saw this, I was like, I see where this is going. Yeah, I did. <laughs> like, I, get, I get the symbolism, and you'll get it too in a second, or, or probably 20 minutes or so. But so... Then the then it cuts to two old guys talking in a room. Don't know who these two old guys are. Don't really care. Must be some kind of hospital administration. 
But the most exciting thing that happens, a plane crashes into the building. A little 9-11. This was he, ins- said, he said, holy smokes, what's that sound? This was the inspiration for 9-11. Quite <laughs> I was thinking the whole time I saw this. I just kept thinking little 9-11. But how yeah. is this not a bigger thing? That ha- it happens at the very beginning of this episode, and they're just like, yep, they, another day at St. Elsewhere. They can barely be bothered by a plane <laughs> oh, crashed into this building. That guy definitely died who was flying that plane, right? I don't know. The plane just stuck in the building. Could just be chilling and <laughs> eating lunch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Insane. That happens and it's never mentioned again. I don't think. If it is, I mean, they kind of randomly talk about. The, we see rummage from the plane change their day. It is not addressed nearly as much they as it should be. They still take forty-five minute lunches. They're still. This would be well. This would be like the biggest topic throughout the day at any other place, any other day. Yeah. Not here at St. Elsewhere. Well, no, there's here, too much. This is your famous uh, Boston public. Uh, yeah, the craziest theory. shit yeah, happened. Yeah, well, they yeah, are in Boston. Yeah, they are in Boston. Like, or are they? What? Yeah. <laughs> no. Was this? What I mean was so there are a lot of shows like this. Your your theory on Boston Public is it's this show we watched a long time ago, and he was just like every crazy thing happens every single week, and that's true about that show. Was well, St. Elsewhere the first show? So St. Elsewhere's clearly like that, where crazy shit is happening all the time. Were they just like fuck it and just did crazy shit? I think it was literally one of the first of this type of shows that led to ER and Chicago. What are those shows? Fucking nuts. Like this show? I, yeah, from the few, I did not watch all of ER, but from the few episodes I saw, I mean, we're talking about guys getting their arms cut off by helicopters. Yeah, that's true. And then later, I think it was. Helicopter. Yeah. yeah, I think it was pretty so crazy. I, I shit. just wondered, I bet this was the first show, just like, fuck it. We're going to have, we're going to fuck on top of dead bodies. We're going to have a little 9 11. <laughs> and like, like, fucking just water. Insane shit. Well, while that's going on, old Ed Begley Jr. shows up. I guess he was missing for a while. This is wild. Um, he left his he left he, he ghosted he ghosted his family he did like for for only ten days and but then just shows back up. he had a good reason he went on a surfing safari fair enough but he, he was gone for ten days as they said yeah he, yeah so but he left because she, was she got pregnant he got freaked out I get it it was a surfing safari sometimes you got to do it. You got to go out with your board and just get on those waves. Trust me, I know. I'm a surfer. That's like what I do. I river surf mostly, though. <laughs> yeah, he just he just shows up to his uh, pregnant girlfriend. like That he's back. No, that's his so wife. They're married. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, they were married for okay. sure. He, he That was his wife because she came back and he's like, I'm sorry. I was with the marriage and the thought of the family and everything. He explains all of it. And she just is like, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Not mad at all that somebody just disappeared. Her husband disappeared out of her life for I two mean, days. I mean, I guess just having that Ed Begley charisma. Just to- also, the like his bosses apparently didn't care either. Because- no. He just disappeared for 10 days. Is that how you do things, Dr. Ed yeah. Begley Jr.? He's a shitty husband, but he's a labor legend. Like I appreciate it. Yeah, Denzel, um, not on the show. I thought yeah. he was going to be. Um, they did before. speak his his doctor name. Oh, did they? I think. Okay, so we, before this, we saw Luther. Yeah, who's Luther a doctor? Oh. Is he's now, a doctor now. He's now a, a resident. He wasn't medicine. fully. He had not graduated because he mentions to yeah. old doctor, the new old doctor, <laughs> that he's like, "Yeah, you're gonna stick around and watch me graduate, right?" It's like uh, Luther, I got back. <laughs> <laughs> also, at some point, um, so the Viking woman, someone asked Luther to hold. 
her spear, spear and he's like, he's like no, I ain't no. on that. Spear. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, fuck that shit. Speaking of racist things, <laughs> racist mustache, still racist. Oh, yeah. Still Has racist. not slowed down. Also, uh, even, maybe even more racist. Might be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get to that. He doesn't hit that point He's yet. a very um, well-rounded, terrible person. Horrible bigot, I would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Here's one thing that I really it caught my attention. There's two women. I guess one's the head nurse and one used to be the head yeah, nurse. Yeah, the And they just is. they run through a laundry list of like, bad shit that's happened in their life. And then the other one's like, yeah, but here's all the bad shit that happened in your life. Like maybe we should be friends. Let me, let me tell you how long that friendship lasted. How long? About 35 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) That did not happen. So David Morris shows up. He also has a beard, a lot of beards in this last episode. And he's still just ridden with angst. He's, he's got, here's his new dialogue. He has not taken on a meditation uh, plan or anything. Yeah, but his his new thing that he's struggling with over was uh is he going to go back with his wife and her kids? Yeah, I didn't understand this. I was I yeah, I was a little confused. Because like he had a kid there. He had a kid there, which I'm assuming was her f- from No, because that girl okay, the new okay, there's a new woman in his life, and I don't know if she's a doctor. She's I guess corner. she's a doctor. Was she a coroner? Okay. She's a coroner. This woman pretty much gives him an ultimatum. And it's not like a, she, trust so, me, so she the, does not like hold tight to this ultimatum whatsoever. She's just like, okay, you can either go back with your wife or you can start a new life with me and Peter, who I guess is his son. And he's just like, I got to think about it. She's like, no problem. Like she's yeah. totally cool with this. Very whole thing. understanding. Yeah. So <laughs> we need to work on boundaries with her. <laughs> like letting, uh, this guy just yeah, walk, he definitely walk all over for him. sure. I'm sure they had like a very serious relationship, and then he was just like, you know what? We'll we'll go ahead and tell you the whole like arc of this story. He decides to go back with his wife, and she's like, you think that she's gonna be torn up and all like she was for three, four seconds, not very much. <laughs> but no, she has to take her angst out on a fucking dead person. She autopsies them. She's like, yeah, it looks like it's just me and you. But then by the end, she like she was totally into like she basically he was she. He walks in and he gives her kind of, he starts giving her, he was like, I get it. Or she says, you know, I get it. You were going to go back with your wife. And he's like, how'd you know? It's like, because I'm not an idiot. (laughs) No, her reason was you would have came in and kissed me first. So she's just like, does not like, basically she does not even care about this. I mean, she does do, she shows a little bit of emotion, but like later on, she's there at the going away party. (laughs) Like just, yeah, she was fine by that. Yeah. That afternoon she was fine. We should all take breakups. So very weird. We did we get a character, and I don't know this who this guy was or where he came from, but I'm just gonna call him AIDS Doctor. This guy was diagnosed with AIDS or had did a blood test and it said he had AIDS. Another doctor is like, I don't know, I don't think you have AIDS. Let's take that test again. And he's like, I know I have AIDS, but it's okay. I'm gonna pray, pray about, about it, it and it'll go away. So later on he takes the test and she's like, Yep, told you, you didn't have AIDS. And he's like, Oh, I did, but I prayed about it. <laughs> And then he just walks away, and we never see those two yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, I guess. George W. Bush saw that and it's like, shit, I'll just fucking do that. Shit. <laughs> if it worked for I'll him. start a war and say, God wanted it happen. <laughs> so here's the, there was a joke by Howie Mandel uh, that happens here in the middle of all this. Because, you know, this is like a bustling hospital. So much shit's happening yeah, it's all the hard, time. It's hard to take notes on this show. It is. Like, There's just a lot of stuff yeah. happening. But he's talking to the man. So give us a break. <laughs> 
He's talking to the man who brought in the opera singer, and he also works in the. Oh opera. my god! I know what joke you're gonna say. And I, I caught it the second time I watched. He's, he's talking to him, and he's like, "Okay," and he's the guy's dressed like a Viking, and why? And why are they dressed like Vikings in the hospital? Like they could have changed. So what? She was there for her voice going away, yeah, not for like a, like emergency it's called heart being surgery. Committed to your craft, Brandon. So anyway, this you guy wear your. Windows sales uniform right now. What makes you think I'm not? <laughs> so, Howie Mandel is walking this guy like towards the door, and the guy's like, "All right, I'm going to go to the waiting room." And he goes, "Hey, don't leave, Erickson." Yeah, I have, <laughs> I, have so many, I have so many things to say about. We need to talk about this joke that just happened before we move on. I mean, so. Howie Mandel definitely wrote this in. Yeah, that was like they're like, if you want me to stay for six years, you have to let, let me write. I gotta write some jokes. Shit. I bet the last season is just terrible fucking jokes. Just him throwing stuff in there. And plus, I guarantee you, most people that saw that did not know what he was talking about. But from there, he tells, well, this this isn't him telling a joke, but he asked someone else. Well, okay, yeah, they go. They go straight in, into that. Like when he leaves that Lee yeah, Harrison sure. thing, then he goes and sees a woman who I'm assuming she's an EMT. But she works in the hospital in some capacity. He goes up to her and she's Asian. And he's like, give it to me one more time, baby. Or something like that. And she yeah. goes, Godzilla. <laughs> it's so, it is, and she says something. I forgot the a second part of it. It was like, Godzilla, here come the monster. And it is like, I mean, it's so. I, I laughed because it was so awful. Like, it made me feel so awkward. Like, it was wild. So it was awkward. out of place. And, <laughs> there like, was literally no reason to do it. Like. She even gave him like a listful look, like when he like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she, they were definitely she. There, she enjoyed doing it. Yeah, yeah. Like she said that line. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, "I love you for that, baby," or yeah. something. I don't know. Yeah. It, was, it was very weird. Oh man, not a thing. I mean, did did I mean Mandel just had me calling all of his own shots at this point? He might have been. Like, like, he might have like, been there. Washington left. Harmon left. Harmon had left. Denzel Washington left. All they had left was him and David Morse, <laughs> and they're like, "This Morse guy ain't doing it." Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we got to hang on to Mandel for all he's worth. Yeah. But so back to, oh, I forgot about Ed Bagley Jr. too. Who can forget about him? I just wrote a note here that said, Ed Bagley Jr., been gone surfing? <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he came on the surfboard. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, he couldn't have dropped that off with the house on the way back. <laughs> he had right. to bring that into the hospital. Hell no, dude. Let people know what you're up to. <laughs> so th- there's a one-armed man on the run. I don't. Okay. I didn't catch why. one-armed man. There's a guy that goes in the hospital and he's <clears throat> oh yes this is kind of an act he's this guy's a character actor he's been a lot we know later because they shave his head or yeah. whatever and he looks so basically this guy is 36 and having heart problems and he survived uh, lymphoma Jones and a bunch Town. of other stuff and Jonestown <laughs> yeah exactly so all these things he survived and one's like he's like the Kool Aid at Jonestown like yeah first of all. <laughs> What are you immune to cyanide? Because I'm pretty sure everyone died. Yeah, 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 exactly. Good for him. If he did, if he made it. That guy's a really good actor, too. And for a while, they just made him play terrorist nonstop. Because he's kind of, he might be Middle Eastern. He kind of looks Middle Eastern. He is dark complexed. And, you know, that's all it took back then to. uh, So I'm glad he got work, but it sucks. Well, at first, like, wait, I was like, I have questions because when I was watching this, I was like, there's like this caveman looking guy that Jones on. And then, like, was he the guy that coded and Howie Mandel like 
stuck around, like yeah. saved him or whatever, but like, his hair was different. Because there was a well, they say they say and that's the only yeah. way I recognized him. I, I think it was I must have like grabbed the dog or something and missed that one specific part. Okay, so one arm guy, my bad. Yeah, no, just, I, I mean, I don't. There's not a lot to say about him. He was a one arm guy on the run. The, okay. the orderly, the, the guy who took over for Luther's job, basically, but a much bigger man chases this guy. I guess. For so the, whole episode. Uh, the orderly. Um, I told you about White Shadow. Yeah, you've seen White Shadow, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's Coolidge. Oh, really? You think? I think I it is. See, yeah, he was kind of. He looked a little. He's bit, like just fat. Yeah, he's like it's like seven eight looked, years later. He's gained some weight. Bigger. Shout out to Coolidge. Uh, my. One of the episodes I remember about White Shadow is Coolidge. Uh, he was dancing with a girl. So Coolidge is the center. He's the star center of the basketball team. And uh, he was dancing with a girl, and she was like, you're too tall to dance with me. And Coolidge's feelings were hurt. Aww. Even the big alpha all-star. They've got feelings, too. Yeah, man. Shout to Coolidge. That's cute. In true 80s fashion, by the way, all the black people hang out with black people and basically have little interaction with them. You're correct. <laughs> he was in the White Shadow from 78 to 81. That's the guy. Yeah. Same guy. So, yeah. Um, he had a pretty good scene. He, the, Him and Luther had kind of a a back and forth where he, like, shoves him it in a good. closet so locks him in there. So, so Luther's, like, 5'3", man. This yeah. guy is a small guy. Yeah. And uh, Luther's trying to talk uh, Coolidge into getting married. Coolidge's like, man, I'm trying to snail pussy. Like, I'm not really trying to do it's this like, stuff. Look, I don't want to get married. Guess how tall Coolidge is, by the way. You just I think six, watching that show, I thought he six, was. Six that's so a you're pretty say good some, guess. You're gonna say something lower than yeah, it's like six lower. four. He's six two. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's the CT uh, conundrum. CT is like six feet tall. Do you watch the challenge? I would have thought he was taller than six. Four. I would too. I would have said six four. Yeah. From the real world. <laughs> oh my god! You don't know him from the challenge. You know CT from Real World Paris. Oh my god! The guy with the flowing hair. Yeah. No, that's nobody knows him from the real world. <laughs> I've been watching so much of the challenge lately. You should go. Yeah, on. you know CT from Real World Paris. Old shit? Him? Yeah. Me? Nobody gets too old for. Nobody gets oh, too no, old he, for the challenge. Yeah, I mean, he's like fat now. But he still like does well, and he's like not on cocaine anymore, so he kind of chills. And Johnny Bananas is still there, and he's he, he won, probably close to my age. I yeah, think. I think he's like thirty-seven. Oh, I know. Okay, oh, he's much younger than I thought. I don't know who Johnny Bananas is. Motherfucker! You told me about it. Get the I don't, f- know. <laughs> I don't <laughs> have time to watch fucking Real World and channel oh, bullshit. You know why? You know why you don't? She's gotta watch extra episodes of Desperate Housewives. And no, no, no. the reason she doesn't have time for it is because she's too busy watching women murder their husbands. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that too. Don't have time for it. (laughs) (laughs) Super busy right now, working from home. (laughs) No, I don't. I'm just saying, TV's on all the time. You can put the challenge on if you wanted to. You just choose not to. It's okay. So. Where do we leave off here? Okay, let's talk about racist mustache. Uh, racist mustache meets it, or I don't know. I guess his ex-wife is it? A, it's his ex. Who knows? I don't know if it was his wife. Relationships or what. are very. This is very future, like foreboding the future of just blurred relationships. I yeah. feel like in the eighties, people were married or divorced, or the, like these are just like I don't know what these people's relationships are. So he definitely mentions moving it's back a, in today, yeah. and then she's like, and he well, he's saying things are going great. You know, we're back together. I'm moving back in today. And she's like, wait up. I got a job offer at a hospital in Cleveland. And he tells her, his reaction to this is, go to hell. 
that's not how you talk to anyone. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, I might take this job in Cleveland. Go to hell. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, he calls. He calls. But well, so also in that was it that scene or a different scene? He's opened up like a package he got, and it's a say, yeah, it's a the two hands, and he just that's his nor like the, it's a trophy with two hands. And he just puts it up on a just, filing cabinet. Yeah, like, yeah. Like I, was this was this Howie Mandel again showing his power? <laughs> like I want my hands. Yeah. I want my gloves to get their own scene. Like, <laughs> yeah. Denzel can't blow up a glove. Yeah, <laughs> he might be a bigger star someday. <laughs> It'll never be on America's Got Talent. <laughs> so yeah, this guy just sucks. He's the worst. Like I don't, I don't know how he has any redeeming qualities because he, he learns that. But like, she takes him back in the end. Like I will tell you. Also, what? Cleveland gets shit on in this play. Oh, like yeah. if they if they do the show in twenty twenty, <laughs> it's gonna be St. Louis, the one. Yeah. <laughs> but they are shitting on Cleveland. I'm self. I hate when people misuse "but" in a phrase. He says, "I'm selfish, but I don't want my wife to leave me," which. <laughs> That should be, I'm selfish and I don't want, or yeah. like, right. yeah, like, like, like what should, I hate when people do that. So, I've already talked about a lot of the stuff I have notes on, but one thing was, we'll just finish up the story with racist mustache guy. So he calls the hospital that his ex-wife or ex-whatever <clears throat> is going to, has accepted a job with, talks to their head of surgery and is like, let me tell you some bad shit about this lady. Yeah. <laughs> is and also uh so he's talking to the guy in Cleveland. He they're they know each other kind of or something. Yeah, he's got relationships. But they don't know that people. he's married to the woman they yeah. hired. <laughs> and also he acts like he didn't know the name of the hospital. Like I just it didn't make too much sense. Yeah, and then I think it was called like Good Good Samaritan. Good Samaritan. Yeah. And at one point he refers to it as I've been reading up about this not so <laughs> <Yeah>. good Samaritan. <laughs> <laughs> Mandel wrote that shit too, bro. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Let's do one more. Do you imagine Mandel behind the behind the director? Like, no, no, I got one more scene. Like, right, say it like this. <laughs> Speaking of directors, we're talking about Luther. That guy, I looked him up because I she asked me what the actor's name was, and I didn't know. I was like, he looks so familiar. He like, is he directed. Stuff, but he's done a lot. He has directed over a hundred TV shows. Really? Still to this day. Like, What's his name? Eric, uh, hold on, I'll tell you. Eric Lanaville, Lanaville. Oh, okay. I remember seeing his name on the credits. Yeah. Because yeah. it was almost Eric LaSalle. Yeah, but it was. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's directed uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Chicago Fire, oh, wow. A Million Little Things, whatever that is. Lethal Weapon TV show, Blue Bloods, wow. How to Get Away with Murder. I mean, NCIS, there, I mean, there's so many nice. shows. And Lost. Lost, yes. The Mentalist, The Glades. I mean, you name it. This guy's Hawaii Five-0. He's done it. Ghost Whisper. Great show. I've never seen that show. Ghost Whisper? Yeah. Yeah, there's really not any reason to watch it. I know. Unless you have a huge crush on Jennifer Love Hewitt. I, I did that. Know. I don't know what you're talking mm. about. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she's going to sit there and look all doughy-eyed with her big dick. No, don't. You're about, to, you're about to offend someone. You need to chill out. You're about to really offend someone. <laughs> Old doctor, I never really caught this guy's name. We barely brought him up. Ostrander, something like that. Yeah. So he was in the very first scene. Whenever they we were barely doing... brought this up, but he, we found out he has cancer in the sure. premiere. Yeah, he has, and then he, somehow he takes over the the role of head head doctor. I don't know. What do you call that role? Head Look, of medicine. I, I'm the little 
that I know about hospital, like from hospital TV shows, I do not understand the hierarchy at all. Yeah, I'm confused. It's, there's a lot of chiefs. There was like, I felt like there was also like an executive. Yeah, yeah. There's people in suits. Some of them are the boss. Some of them aren't the boss. I don't know what's going on here. It looks like this guy's in charge at this point. Yeah, yeah. And he says something to Luther as they're walking down the hallway about how he's like, don't him, worry. Him, so him and Luther are tight. Yeah, I can tell that's like maybe his protege. Yeah. And he like kind of, they're walking down the hall and he says, someday in your lifetime, cancer will be gone. I was like, wishful thinking, pal. Very depressing. Very, very depressing. (laughs) Doesn't look like that's ever going to happen. But capitalism is going to kill this cancer, baby. (laughs) Take that, Ruskies. So he, Luther says something about, I heard there's some news going down with the hospital. He's like, come back in half an hour. We'll talk about it. Always a bad sign when somebody doesn't want to give you the news right away. So that happens. Uh, Harry Mandel and Angsty Doctor have their goodbyes, kind of, because Harry Mandel is not want to leave for some reason. Like, he just can't leave. Two other, the two female characters whose names I don't even know, they kind of give them, they both give them gifts. And, they, and one was the girlfriend. Yeah, the right. She asked this guy to run away with her literally 30 minutes ago. And he's like, nope. But she still was there, like, yeah. wishing him goodbye. Had a tear in her eye. What nope. a strong woman. So they're out of there. They're gone. Um, well, except for Howie. He stuck around, even though he said he was going to go. <laughs> Howie's like a 24-year-old going to high school parties at this point. He was, like, waiting <laughs> for a, he was waiting for a very specific thing to happen. And then it happened. And he was like, it now was. it's time. Oh, I'll That's tell you what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what it was. Old Doc dies. The the head of, the, head of medicine... He dies. Can I say how he dies for a second? Please do. He dies, and I can't describe to you how hard I laughed at this, but they show his hand dialing a phone. Like, he's his fingers are on the phone like he's about to press numbers, and he just gets rigor mortis at that one second. Yeah, but, <laughs> like, but it's so but weird. That's, but that's why the phone and those two heads. Well, I do. No, I, I understand that, but I I just thought it was hilarious yeah. that his Fingers are in the yeah. most right then. And they're like, and so the, the, the smallest heart attack ever. Can't even keep from dialing the phone. <laughs> so Luther goes to back, you know, after his 30 minute wait to talk. So like, you did say 30 minutes. He's like yeah. looking at his watch and he goes in the room, finds him dead. And he comes out of the hallway. And he goes, everyone, code blue. Code blue. That's what is dead. That was the line. That's how I said it. And I feel like. You know, they probably, if it was not the finale, they probably would have gave that six, seven more takes. But they're just like, you know what? Good enough. (laughs) Just took it and closed the door on that. So that guy dies. Um, Brings back old Doc from pilot episode that was the original. So was he not in the finale at all? He was. I I guess. No, he wasn't until this part. Okay, okay. Like he was, apparently he was gone from the hospital. From Okay, my understanding is, he left to do something else. This guy took over, and they like somehow made the hospital better. It's not yeah. elsewhere. It was like a trans, a heart trans. But now they wanted to go back to being shitty or being ran by some kind of Catholic diocese, is what he says. They're selling it back to this Catholic diocese. Oh, I didn't even catch that. <laughs> yeah, same. That's what he's saying, and he's like, "We want you to run it." But anyway, that guy's dead. So the new or the old. Old Doc comes back and he's got a beard. It's a beard. It's a heavy beard episode. He comes back so, in with a beard. So that's a guy too. This old Doc's a guy too. 
Dawn, yeah, he was the the guy the, in the beginning episode. Yeah, no, he's like in a lot of shit though. Oh yeah, no, um, he was the number one was actor. Like Ghostbusters, like. But he was the number one it's star. Marlon Brando. <laughs> oh, I I do know him. He was the guy from Doctor Moreau's yeah, Island. We high, had this conversation. What a hot take. Marlon Brando <laughs> sucks at acting. Like, what is he even doing? Uh, go on. I'm sorry. Could have been a contender. <laughs> what is what is that voice you're doing, Marlon Brando? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Acting, all actors sucked before like 1984. Like I watched yeah, that. Johnny Depp really I, brought I, it I in watched, with 21 Jump Street. Taxi Driver, is that the movie? Yeah. De Niro's fucking terrible in that movie. Go on. My bad. Side rant. I'm going to have to disagree with that one. What's the Pacino cocaine movie? Scarface. Scarface. Awful movie. What? Terrible acting. Have you seen Serpico? I have seen Serpico. I love it. I enjoyed Serpico. We're gonna wrap. Yeah, <laughs> trying to get here towards the end. Uh, the old doc, the the old head of medicine. I'm gonna say that's the role. He comes back. This guy who I don't know, another old man. Just just a lot of old white guys in this exactly. show at this point. He's like, hey, here's the deal. We're selling the hospital. We 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 want out. We want you to come back and run it. And he's like, what is Oswather think about this or whatever? Old doc who died. And they're like, bad news. That guy just died like an hour ago. And he's like, oh, boy. Yeah. He's like, also, I have an autistic kid here with me. And, and the, the kid says airplane. Yeah, so. There's an airplane crashed in the fucking hospital. Sure. So this kid's there. Like, I don't know what the relationship is. I have no idea. So and Also, at some point in this scene, the autistic kid throws a water bottle for no reason at all. And I lost my fucking mind. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's like. And the hospital administrator says something like, the last time he was here, he mooned me. Oh, poor I was like, yeah. No, it wasn't him. It was the old man because that accidental episode I watched was like... I oh, he was saying so the much. old man mooned him? The old man mooned him, not the kid. Yeah. It's... It was the old man. They, there was like a joke about it. And I'm like, I wasn't on that episode. Huh. Interesting. I, did not, I thought they were saying the kid mooned him. I was also getting pretty checked out. <laughs> Um, then they introduced this one character for some reason. I don't know why they did, or maybe he'd been there all along, but this young doctor comes in very confident and he's taken over the patient that, uh, had the, I was on the subject. This is like the new, yeah, the new regime. Yeah. yeah. Right. So he comes in and he's like, I'm going to make this, I'm going to turn this place around. And then this other doctor comes up. He's like, you almost killed that guy. (laughs) He's like, whoops. So you guys know the old expression. It ain't over till the fat lady sings. Oh, that's what you familiar I mean, with that? Yeah. Well, she fucking sang everybody. The Viking, that was Viking lady's back. That's when 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 the Viking lady got her voice back and she sang her opera song. She's the fat lady and she sang. And Howie Mandel was like, "Time to go." Yeah. <laughs> Probably he another thing he wrote. wrote this in episode. It. He definitely wrote this. <laughs> I mean, he wrote the Viking part. Yeah. I will have a lady in a Viking. Oh my fucking god! Just like how the fat lady sings. Where he was like, "It's the end of the world." And I, fine. I don't. I didn't catch that. He probably like, did they say that. Have, like, they... I thought I did hear that at some point. Yeah. Yeah, that was this. It was after the plane crashed into their building. He was like, "It's the end of the world," and I uh, feel fine. Like they incorporated like popular songs. Yeah, I think that was probably the idea all along for them to. They were trying to be hip. It was a very, it was a very hip show. It was popular with the young demographic, and I mean, critics loved it. It it brought Hill Street Blues in. It uh, was obviously 
an inspiration for ER for all the any of the Chicago shows, yeah. the, the, the 25 of those that there are. But we'll get back to the ending here. So the fat lady sings, show's pretty much over. They go to old old doc and he's sitting there. He takes a seat in his old chair. He leans back. It's snowing out. Uh, then things start getting a little uh, quaky. Like the whole place is a little shaky and shaking. Yeah. Nobody really knows what's going on. And then I you get a be. then you get a zoom out and a bigger zoom out and then cut to the autistic boy sitting in a room holding a snow globe, shaking it. And the, inside the snow globe is the building of St. Allegis. And then he looks up and his grandpa's sitting there. Grandpa's old doc who died. His dad his walks dad, in. I guess like his dad <laughs> was old doc who didn't die. Who was the? Is, is he supposed to be young enough to be the son of the old doc? I think died? that's what they were trying to go with. Yeah, you have to watch it yourself. Like I it's don't, very it's, weird. It's, <laughs> Cut to the chase. This whole show happened in this autistic boy's imagination. None of the characters are real. None of it mattered. There were no consequences. They wanted a finale, a finale that would end the show and never be brought back, and that's how they did it. That's how they secured yeah. that there would never be a St. Elsewhere reboot. And that was it. And it was an amazing like thing to see. It's the first time I'd seen it, even though I'd known about it for a long time. I mean, I had no clue. Was it a good idea? Probably not. Was I it, liked it. Was I some- mean, story-wise... If you were someone who watched that show for six years and watched like, every episode, and then you find out, oh, what? That's how you. They're like, what is autism back I would, then? I wouldn't give a shit. But, but also, <laughs> I, I feel cool. like at that time, no shows ever ended that way. No, no, no. One other one did, though. Um, a Bob Newhart show ended where. So Bob Newhart had his first sitcom. And it did or whatever. Then his second sitcom, on the finale of it, he's in his first sitcom in bed with his, the wife. Yeah, his first it was sitcom. all a dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was only only yeah, by yeah. only by a couple years. Yeah, yeah. It looks like the other one ended in nineteen ninety. Yeah, but either way, it was just it, it was a crazy thing. And I remember, and it, I guess it was a good idea because we're talking about it now. Like I knew about it. I've never watched this show. I don't know shit about the show, but I knew that one thing. Yeah. That it ends with the autistic boy shaking a snow globe. I mean, so we've seen a couple of crazy endings. I mean, is it is it like does the ending to Two and a Half Men or according to Jim happen if they're just like fuck if it? This has never happened. First one like bat shit. Probably not. This, I mean, this show just lead to a bunch of shit. Like I almost think I, I really truly think that because like I, I remember my mom saying she used to watch the show. Yeah, yeah. My first watch too. Back yeah. then. I don't remember ever hearing about this ending. This was a baby boomer like phenomenon. Like if you talk to anybody that was in their like twenties, thirties, and the eighties yeah. or forties, even they would they'll they'll get say nothing but good the, things about saying the, the, the thing it is the thing now is a, a show like that, like a critically acclaimed show that now a lot of people watch during our adulthood. It would be like a very like avant garde, well done, not hit you in the face show. Yeah, this show is a soap opera. Yeah. yeah, constant shit. Like, yeah, and I, I, that's why I think this is probably the first show that was like that. Because now we see a million shows like yeah, that. Yeah, like uh, there was some comedy and some drama. Like, yeah. I, gonna, I liked it a lot actually. Like, uh, I, I was, felt like it was kind of like I was tired at the end, but it's just like doing yeah. the two hour shows. Trust me, like 
I'm like, that's kind of like normally like I it was ahead of its time. Those, in those shows, like people just swept stuff under the rug. Like, yeah, Mr. Feeney was like in the first episode, he's like, oh, you think I'm racist? Yeah, yeah. we did. <laughs> by the way, well, yeah, we did. But he was Mr. Like, Feeney. Like, don't say I'm racist. And I was like, yeah, I'm walking out. Like, yeah. I think like, his quote was, evil, he, evil, he said, like, I don't want to hear anything about that racist stuff either. It's like, right. oh, well, you're being pretty racist right now. So <laughs> not to bring that up, but. No, it was it was a great show. From the, I would recommend it. Um, I don't. I there's. It's going to be hard to predict what happened between the two because honestly, it didn't none of it matter yeah, because it's it all happened matter. in someone's imagination. I'm uh, so you can say anything you want. I was too tired to write a thing because I'm on juice cleanse. And my brain isn't working. But if I would have written something about Jesus Shuttlesworth, <laughs> Denzel left the show. Like something happens to his character to where he like go on the run from the law. Do you remember that name that he saw from the pilot oh, man. episode? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Shuttlesworth. And he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go learn how to play basketball. And, yeah, yeah. He gets accused of a crime he didn't commit, obviously. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, of course. He didn't do yeah. it. He's, he's a stand-up guy, except for Alonzo and Training I'll, Day. I'll, a white woman said hi to him, so the cop decided to <laughs> fucking arrest him. Um, so a lot of great I, – I predict that a lot of uh, medical shit happens. Yeah. You know, I think it's 130. I think there's some drama. I think some people had drug abuse problems. Maybe I bet. crazier things like airplanes flying through the building. Definitely, happens. definitely catastrophes. Definitely some uh, adultery. Definitely some uh, some drug abuse. I'm just, it's all that you, you know. What if there's drama? I feel like there's this, penis this show had. You feel like there were, or you know for a fact there were. I also, know on accident there was. So you knew, you knew about the finale. I knew about the finale. Yeah, I did not. Kristen did not. And, and what happened when you watched it? Like, did you, what did you think about it? I quite didn't like comprehend that, like, it was all in the autistic guy's head. Yeah. At all. Because I knew nothing about it, period. And so I got done watching it. Brandon came back home and he was like, So what do you think? And it's like, It was crazy, right? It was all in the autistic guy's head. And I'm like, like I go to the bathroom. So did you see the part when yeah, no, the hospital saw, was in the snow globe? Yeah, but I just thought maybe his like the chief of hospital, his dad like has a snow globe of his hospital. And that was the twin of the guy that died. Any words construction? <laughs> I thought because he was like checking out because he's the chief of medicine, then he was like scoping out the airplane restoration. <laughs> Issues like the construction well, there. That makes no sense. I have no clue. Yeah, about. <laughs> you weren't paying attention. I was. So. <laughs> the airplane crashed in the building. The autistic kid said airplane, and when he took his hard hat off, I thought that was odd. Oh, yeah. now I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah, building. but I'm more talking about the guy we saw die, who's yeah. alive and, and then came so back. Alive. <laughs> Oh, let's hear this. Oh, maybe, like, maybe you're right and they're wrong. Cause, cause maybe you're right. They're, because, we're wrong. Because the guy that was dying, he's like, I promise you. He's like, it's, I wanted to do everything to save this hospital. And I promise you, like, his last scene was like, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to make a call. And so I thought maybe he was faking his death to get the other guy to come in to save the hospital. I don't know. I don't know what happened in the middle. Wow. I know there's a heart and penis transplant. That's all Stop I watching the wow. middle episodes. I didn't mean to. <laughs> you need to master Hulu. A first, <laughs> a first and last. <laughs> a first and last first. I didn't get it. <laughs> Someone, <laughs> maybe we didn't get it. Yeah, maybe, maybe we're all wrong. I had to go to the bathroom, like 
I wish you would have worked. I wish you worked hard on this theory about why they got because I would. I would give you a lot of leeway on why this guy came back to life. <laughs> and like they're wearing, no, they're wearing he like. Was dead set on like I'm no, I got that part. Before. You keep saying it, but like he still can't come back to life. Yeah, <laughs> he was definitely dead. Luther told us, "Doctor Oswald is dead." Also, like, uh, like they're they're that? dressed. So I'm assuming they live in. So they have a very small apartment, which I think of as New York or Boston or something. And they're wearing like um. It was like blue color. Like, yeah, they're yeah, like, like they were like, chopping down trees. Also, yeah. I was like, that's a shitty apartment for like a chief of medical. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, and that's it's a strange. shitty apartment for a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Fix, fix my hospital. Boo. Can't give you a lot of predictions. Now that's a good getting ghosted. <laughs> we're talking about ghosting before the show. We have to finish. <laughs> oh my God. Can't give you a lot of predictions for the show. We'll give you a good recommendation. Watch Shane Elsewhere. It was worth it. I think it's our best show and the second horniest show. Yeah. And that says a lot. Because according to Jim, that guy was fucking left and right. But not, not, hor- not as horny as uh, not. this show. No. According to Jim, it was awful. Like, it's, if, I could, if I could take anything back, it would be the 38 oh, wow. minutes or whatever I spent watching the show. Because I didn't even watch the full 44. Anyway... Good night, everyone. Um, Have a good uh, week. We'll see you next week. Postscript. End credits scene. Spoiler. So, Dr. White, the guy who had one line in the pilot, ends up becoming a rapist and rapes a bunch of people in the hospital and then gets killed by a nurse who goes to prison for it. This show really does have it all. St. Elsewhere!